Vegeta! <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Dial B for Birder podcast. My name is Thomas. And my name is Jesse. Yeah, and here we are. Episode 7. This one is for full-blood Italians only. <laughs> True Sicilian New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, you have to be from New York also. Yeah, you have to be from New York also. Uh, so everyone else, tune the heck out. Because we're not interested. In hearing you hearing us, yeah, <laughs> uh, pulled up and saved it. Right. Uh, so here we are. We're in Berkeley, California. We're at the Berkeley Marina. It's it is, windy. It's windy. It is the early evening. I would say, in my opinion, it's five p.m. <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. For me personally. It's 5 p.m. <laughs> Do you, man. Yeah. If I'm being honest right now, Jesse, and this is just me, it's 5 p.m. <laughs> I can't believe you're already launched into one of your signature rants <laughs> early two minutes in. <laughs> so, um, we just got done palling around in downtown Berkeley. We visited a bird store. Yes. Yeah. Which has been mentioned on the podcast before, actually. Yeah. And the name of the bird store is? Your Basic Bird. Your Basic Bird. So we're going to play some audio from it shortly. But first, we're going to describe our experiences and thoughts, right? Yes. Yeah. And then I should mention that we're also about to go look at some other birds. Where we are at currently. Does this make sense to you? Are you following along? Make a graph. <laughs> Get an Excel spreadsheet opened up. To try. Anyway, so we went to uh, downtown Berkeley, drank coffee, ate food, and we went to a bird shop. Called, That's downtown Berkeley for you. And it's called, the name escapes me every time. The Your basic bird. Your basic bird. Yeah. And uh, I would say we did not make the grandest of entrances because... I couldn't figure out the, how to open the door yeah. to enter the store. And some disgruntled employee had to, like, come. He's like, you're not supposed to turn the door handle. He seemed annoyed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. There's something about people who like keeping birds as pets are always, like, really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Personality-wise. Something a little off. Yeah. Either they're, like, misanthropic or just extremely socially awkward. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. But um, quite the bird selection, I would say. We were greeted upon entering the shop, as I hoped, uh, by a talking parrot. Yeah. Who said hello, and as much as you're ready for it, it's still kind of <laughs> creepy whenever the birds talk. Yeah. Especially when you can see them. Right. And the birds, it was like named Mike or something. It was like a parrot. Parrot named Mike, maybe? Yeah. It's like 25 years old. Yeah. That's too old. Yeah, I think he was ready to die. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hey, by the way, you're in a fucking cage all day. Of course you're ready to die, you know? Yeah. Well, he pulls his feathers out, right? Right. There and that's a- my aunt, or, like, my mom's cousin. She's got this parrot, and it pulls its feathers out. Yeah. It's hella old. I think they just get tired of living. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was, like, quite the bird selection there. And Jesse chatted up. One of the store workers there for yes. quite a while. He was kind of a socially awkward guy. Yeah. But cool. He seemed nice. Helpful. Yeah. I definitely skirted out of the conversation because um, I guess I just wasn't as interested. 
Yeah. Well, he did carry... The conversation went on a little bit longer than I wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just standing around, and I was trying to think of a good exit line. But it was fun. We talked about... He's really into cockatoos. Yeah. So he talked about cockatoos and then uh, other birds that talk. Apparently, there's other birds that talk in there. But they just talk whenever they feel like it. You can't get them to do it on command, which I was hoping because we wanted to get some audio for you right. guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of pretty birds in there. It was interesting. I didn't realize birds were so expensive. They were like all like 130 to $300 for yeah. some tiny little dumb bird. You know? I'm like, <laughs> Can I just catch this in the wild or something like that? I don't know. That would be really fun. <laughs> we should do that in an episode. See, we should have a bird catching episode. <laughs> Can I just get a big net and swing it in the sky and eventually get something? <laughs> It can't, it can't <laughs> just put some millet in a box. <laughs> yeah, just set up a little bird trap. Um, yeah, so uh, I was I, that was what surprised me, and I would say Jesse that this this uh, this trip. Well, okay, you know what? Let's play audio from the trip. Our scattered. Um, uh, secret audio recordings from inside this bird shop, and then, and then come back and give our final thoughts about our impressions of the birds. Okay. Our impressions of birds as pets. What do you think they're saying? That's a good question. Like, uh, probably talking about the people who come into the store. Yeah, probably just talking smack, yeah. Yeah. Looking to see if we have any jewels. <laughs> Shiny jewels. <laughs> probably, yeah. They look like little jewel thieves, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't trust that with my trinkets. <laughs> you got a lot of trinkets. Oh, is that true? I have a stash. This is like, <laughs> oh, I don't have trinkets. So many trinkets, dude. So many trinkets. I hate trinkets. I'm a minimalist. Yeah, me too, me too. Birds have cool colors. Has anyone ever made that observation before? Dude, these are $300 birds. Want to go have these? <laughs> the thing is, you can tell they know they're $300 birds, you know? Yeah. You know? They do. They can tell. Look at, look at this bird with its mouth open. It's looking like, uh? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Mikey is 25 years old. Hmm. Mm. All right. Hi, Mikey. Oh, there's a cat. Then we're back. Yeah. So that was us at the uh, the bird shop. And here's my takeaway: birds, not good pets. No. Yeah. I've always thought this. My family had a bird, and we all hated it. Yeah. What kind of bird did I, you have? It was a... Fuck. It might have been a cock. It was one of the... It was, like, the yellow ones with the red cheeks. Clown uh, bird. <laughs> this bird was a yeah. little clown. Yeah. So I remember, like... So in general, I think of myself as having been a dumb kid. I do not think I had a lot of, like, intelligent thoughts or, like, mature thoughts as a kid. I was just just kind of an idiot, you know, running around. Sure. Know? Yeah. But I remember in fourth grade, 
I had like a play date or whatever, or like I went over to this girl's house who had a big crush on at the time. Dope. Yeah. And her family had some birds in cages, and they were just like screeching the whole time. <laughs> and there was like different different birds in cages, and I just remember thinking, you know, these seem like really bad pets. I don't think we should be keeping them in cages. No. And I think that was like the most, that was like my first mature thought. And I yeah, kind of get it. Like if I was around in the 1700s and I had a bird in a cage, I'd be like, oh, look at me. If you bought one back from the Bahamas. Yeah. Like I think that'd be cool if I were a 1700s guy, you know? Um, but like, I don't know, 2019, let's just let the birds go. You let know? the birds go. Let the birds go. But maybe I could keep the store as like a bird museum kind of. Yeah. Because it has become a Berkeley staple at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The other weird thing about the store is they had like eight employees. Yeah. Which did not make any sense. Like, wow. When I when I see these businesses that like cannot be doing that much sales and are like not that big and they have like eight employees, I'm always just like very confused by like what is going on. What is your business model? How are you? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I guess in Berkeley you can make it happen. Yeah. Oh, and that was another funny thing. The employee kept talking about how he wanted to get these, like, an African gray parrot. <laughs> there were all these birds that he wanted to get, but he couldn't keep them because he, they were, he like, didn't have any free time from all his work. He was too busy at the bird store <laughs> to be able to take care of a bird. Yeah. Listen, you got to make sacrifices if you choose to work at a bird store, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you could be, like, a surgeon, you could be, like, a high-powered lawyer, all those things. Yeah, you can take care of a bird. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. But to work at a bird store? Uh -oh. All right. Well, any, any final uh, bird shop thoughts? Uh, I hope the store stays open, but I'm not going to have a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, nor will I. But it was cool to be able to look at them up close and personal. And I get it. Birds are very pretty. It brought back, can I also say, this because yeah. um, a recurring theme for me is how scary this shop was. Okay. There's a, it says in all the cages, like, don't put your fingers in there because they will bite you. Yeah. And I've probably told you this as a friend of mine. I've told many friends about this. But I had a nightmare when I was a kid that a bird was eating my fingers when I was, like, in kindergarten. And it stuck with me my whole life. Wow. So... I was sort of confronting that fear today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, Jesse, you're very brave. Actually, it would have been brave if I put my finger in the cave. That would mean I conquered it. Nah, he's kind of dumb. I think he's dumb. I think you can just go your whole life without putting your fingers in a cage. The, my little sister's bird used to bite me all the time, but it was so uh, small it couldn't have eaten a finger. Good. It was different. Yeah. Um, shit. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. it. And that's it. Uh, so here we are at the Berkeley Marina. We're going to go look for some wild birds now outside of cages, which makes it a little bit more difficult to see them. <laughs> but, we'll, hey, you know what? We're going to try our darndest, you know? Yeah, we, oh, we should have taken out the bird guide at the bird store. That would have been kind of <laughs> funny. Yeah, I just feel like no one was there to uh, be humored by us. Yeah, they weren't liking our bits and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were, you know, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. We kept rattling the cages. <laughs> you know, like funny guy stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, one more thing. Yeah. They had, they kept kittens at this bird store. Yes. There was a canary cage, and about a foot away, there was a cage full of kittens. Yes. And it was just to torture those poor kittens. All right. 
here we are guys, walking along the marina. Just a couple of, couple of pals chumming it up with the uh, water to our right. Nice and still. Nice and still, peaceful way. water. A couple of diving ducks. A couple of diving ducks from afar. Uh, a, a smattering of other souls here and there. All hoping to find the same thing. Are they? A, a peaceful state of mind, you know? Mm. And that's something, let me tell you something, Jesse. That's something you can't find in these skyscraper cities, you know? The hustle and bustle. You gotta get out of the big city, you know? You gotta go to some peaceful water. I mean, you can see a lot of buildings over across the water here. Don't worry about that. You gotta just stare at the water and realize, you know what you're gonna realize? You're gonna realize I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Right here, right now, on this earth. And- I'm calm right yeah. now. Almost yeah. tired. <laughs> Also, I drugged your drink, and you're gonna pass out, and I shall roll your body into the marina. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, not too many birds, couple, uh, couple ducks in the distance. It's getting late, so maybe all the birds are getting ready for um, uh, bird bed, to get in their bird bed. <laughs> bird time. Um, <laughs> Oh, there's that, that white-headed duck that we saw last time at the MLK shoreline. Yeah. That is, what what is that one called? That's the Berganzer, I think. Berganzer. I'll correct it right here if it's not. Okay. It's definitely a Berganzer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, the sky is pretty empty, I would say. Not a lot of birds, but... Oh look, there's a little finch on the ground or something. Hell yeah, yeah, I like to go finch. No, that's a sparrow, dude. Hey, hold on, we're gonna try and photo, oh fuck. Oh shit, I got too excited. The problem with birds is they don't stay in one place so you can photograph them up close. I know. Which I, personally, I hate that about birds, you know? Oh, there's two, there's two birds in the bush, like two the Two birds in the bush. But if we had a fucking bird in the hand, we could take a picture of it. Oh yeah, we could, we could. It's actually, yeah. Yeah. I thought there was something there, but not really. <laughs> no, no, definitely that's going to be edited out. You uh, want to hear a funny memory I have of the marina? Yeah. I was meeting The up. Berkeley Marina right here? Yeah. Okay. I had to meet up with this people to go to this girl's birthday party when I was like seven. Okay. And I like shit my pants a little bit. Whoa. <laughs> and they were like showing up. And the mom pulled up and she's like, oh, are you pooped? <laughs> she was asking if I was tired. And I was like, she knows I shit my pants a little bit. <laughs> Oh, so I, what did you say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we got a couple of white crown sparrows here. Mm, so we're looking at some white crown sparrows. I apologize to the uh, listeners that we won't have pictures of these white crown sparrows on our website because they're hiding in a tree like a couple of idiots. You want, here, I'll you try know? shaking the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jesse's shaking the tree. It's just one branch is shaking. I don't know where the birds are at this point. Did that, I think we lost, I think there's no birds. I think he's just shaking the tree like a goofball. He just flew away. Yeah, I don't know, I don't see them. Yeah. Dude, we should get some, uh, I think one way we could watch slash catch some birds is if we got some like bush gear, you know? And, like, oh. Dude, if we showed up 
to go birding in like straight camo gear, first of all, all other birders would feel emasculated because they'd see us and nothing says cool and masculine like camo. Well, have you seen my, I've been wearing a camo jacket. Oh, recently. you have? <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen it. That's it's the whole point. That's the whole point. I can't see it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just can't. It's a mandatory camouflage show. Yeah, yeah. People love cracking it when you have a camo jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a camo jacket. That was strong. Yeah, and I thought it was just going to be one of my jackets, but it ended up being my main jacket this winter. Your main jacket. It's become my trademark almost. Yeah, that's And cool, uh, I look a little school shootery in it, but... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, looking a little school shootery never hurt anyone, I like, yeah. It's probably hurt me socially. <laughs> but I just like to think of it as like a leaf print jacket. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I've ever wor- worn camo in my life. No camo cargo shorts? No, never. Yeah. I just don't think... I just don't want to portray that image, I guess, you know? Yeah. You yeah. could be a little school shooter, maybe. Oh. Oh, Jesse, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> um, well, anyways, it's very beautiful here. Um... No birds yet. Besides birds. Some, besides some uh, waterfowl. Waterfowl. But we'll check back in. All right, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, at the top of some hill in the marina. I gotta take a leak pretty bad. Hey, can you maybe? Hold, can <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Jesus Christ. Um, so we have a beautiful look of the bay. We can see. A, br- oh, a bridge yeah. in the distance. Perfect profile. I would call that the Bay Bridge. Uh, looking elsewhere, I can see water. I can see Jesse getting in. I re- okay, you know what? I shouldn't have started recording because you're just bouncing up and down. No, it's, it's fun. Yeah, you're just trying to take get on my level, listener. Pause. Drink a bunch of water. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like I'm not going to get anything out of you. No, it's gone. No, it's past now. I just had to do a little jiggle. All right. Get it back inside. Yeah. We can see a bunch of boats, which is cool. Like, I would say boats are kind of like the, 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 the birds of water. You know? You ever think about <laughs> Fish that? Fish are the birds of water. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> definitely not that, Jesse. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, They're but, very relaxing. Yeah. Looking at the boats. Especially a boat coming in at the end of the day. Yeah. Cruising into the marina. I've heard boats are like like... Like crazy expensive. Yeah. Even for like a cheap, shitty b- boat, it's like you should just buy a Lexus instead. Nah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like just drive a shitty car and have a nice boat is better than having a oh. nice car and like a shitty boat. Yeah. I, you probably have more, growing up in a beach town, you probably have more boat experience than I do. Yeah. Well, I went halfsies on a canoe when I was in high school oh. with my friend, and it was one of the best purchases I ever made. How much does a canoe run you? Well, that canoe was, like, used. It wasn't a new canoe. It was, like, 100 bucks. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. So, everyone, get a, get a canoe and do some exercise. Don't sit in a boat like a, like a fat cat, you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I enjoy canoeing more than being on, like, a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what always confuses me? The difference between a canoe and a kayak that's so confusing. I can help. I can help break it down for you right okay. now. All right, let me hear it. That canoe, you're sitting upright on a seat, like uh-huh. with your feet below you. Right. And you've got the paddle with. Oh, and only a, ki- a, paddle a kayak. You're laying down. And a kayak. You're face down. <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I in the right? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry, I had to interrupt you. Canoe, you're sitting upright. 
In a kayak, you're sitting down and you're using the paddle that has a paddle at both ends. Oh, so kayak, you're sitting down, canoe, you're standing up? Sitting up. You're sitting like in a chair, as if right. in a chair. Right. And kayaks like as if you were sitting on the ground. Okay. With a little backrest. I would say it's 5% clearer for me now. What's, is there? <laughs> you need visual you're, clues? You're sitting in both scenarios. Yeah. But when your feet are below you and when your feet are in front of you. And you're not sitting on the bottom of, a kayak you're sitting in the actual bottom of the boat. Okay. In a canoe, there's like a seat above the bottom that you're sitting on. And okay. your feet are at the bottom of the boat. Okay. We're up to 20%. Okay. <laughs> you so, seen Deliverance? Uh, no, no. Some things my brain just has decided it doesn't want to have information about. Yeah. Like, your face looked very non receptive <laughs> during this. I think my brain has just decided I don't want to know this information. Like, uh, like me and my coworker have looked up like twenty times what the difference between like a macchiato and a and a latte and a frappuccino uh, is. We like w- like every like two months we're like wait what wait what what's that? And then we have to like look it up like oh steamed milk instead of foamed milk, and then we instantly forget it because. At the end of the day, our brains don't give a shit about it, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But it is weird at coffee places. Though. They just always expect you to know. There's never, like, a description of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They do expect you to know. Is that a common rant? Mmm. Let me tell you something about Starbucks sizes. <laughs> a venti is not a large. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't, care. <laughs> no, I don't I think that's, like, a 90s rant to, like, uh, rant about the Starbucks sizes, you know? Well, I always, when I go into Starbucks, I feel goofy ordering it, so I'll just say, like, give me a medium coffee, and I can see them, like, roll their eyes a little bit. Oh, okay, right. oh, this guy's making a point of not using our sizes. So I just say medium or small or whatever, and they just do it, and I don't think they think twice about it. Eh, that's probably closer to the truth. Yeah, I think you're projecting onto your uh, Starbucks workers. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Starbucks, anyway. Oh. Their coffee is bad. Jesse... We're trying to get them to sponsor our show. <laughs> Everyone knows uh, Dial B for Birder uh, would be ideally sponsored by a corporate coffee chain. And here you are just shitting on the one brand that could give us some moolah. Great job. Thanks for nothing, you know? Now we're going to have to be sponsored by Stamps.com or some <laughs> bullshit. I would never. I like the post office. Yeah, that's weird. I'm burning bridges, baby. Yeah. Right, but I like, I'll tell you what, I have a Lisa mattress and I fucking love it. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you buy it using a podcast it's, promo code? Yep. Hollywood Handbook? Hollywood Handbook. Oh, that's so nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever bought anything through a podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, because all the companies are advertising shit products that you yeah, never want. Right? Oh, yeah. I burned the rest of the fridges. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. It's bullshit. We should only get sponsored by bird related stuff. Yeah. Like what? Like birdseed companies. Mm, binocular companies. Birdwatchers Digest. Mm, vest companies. <laughs> cargo vests. Hey, listen, if you're selling a quality cargo vest, hit us up. Dial B for Birder at AOL.com. Email us ASAP. I'll wear it a lot. Yeah. Listen, you just send us one for free, and we'll give you a five-minute ad at the beginning of every show. <laughs> we'll make the whole episode an ad. We'll start a whole new podcast about your vest <laughs> if you just give us a vest, okay? Oh, man. We should have started a fucking podcast. This has probably been tried already, but a podcast is all ads. 
That's all ads? I don't think that's been tried because it's not it's a good idea. the funny ads podcast. <laughs> yeah. You want to try it? We'll try it later. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to go pee because uh, now I have to pee. Um, and then we'll check back in. Post pee. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You asked for it. We asked for it. And our dream came true. We have a bunch of sponsors that we have to go through right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start or shall I start? You start. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Our first sponsor here is uh, 1-800-PIZZA, okay? Okay. Now, let me explain. This isn't your typical pizza place, okay? Listen, you've heard of Lyft and Uber. Everyday people are able to use their cars to drive you around. Now, with 1-800-PIZZA, everyday people are able to make you pizzas. It's quite simple. You pick up the phone, you call 1-800-PIZZA. A random person who has signed up to be on 1-800-PIZZA will be called. They call you, they ask you to make them a pizza, okay? You then make them a pizza in your own oven, okay? With ingredients you have to have on hand if you're on the list. And then you deliver them your homemade pizza. That's fresh. Yeah, all for the low fee of $60 a month. You That's can less have- than the price of- Listen, like, listen, <laughs> if, listen, I know you're drinking a macchiato every day, which is $5. Five times five is 25 times yep. four is $100. Listen, it's less than what you're paying for coffee. It's less than a cup of coffee every day. Very simple. 1-800-PIZZA. Sign up now. You could have strangers delivering pizza to you in no time that they made themselves in their oven extra fresh and hey do you want hey hey side hustle am i right guys 2019 you could be making pizzas for other people 1-800 pizza uh it's a delicioso yeah this will be good for all you italians out there yep all you italians all you pizza loving italians you know who you are uh jesse who else is sponsoring our show today uh this is a similar concept (laughs) okay it's called van mail Ooh, van mail okay are you tired of printing out your stamps.com receipts (laughs) Yeah. Van Mail is a mobile post office that drives to your house. Uh-huh. And you can go in there, wait in line, and send <laughs> your letters. Yeah. Without having to get that stamps.com scale in the mail. Right. And I've heard that the... Tell me if this is true. This is what I've heard. The uh, post office lady that works inside the van, uh, equally as grumpy as a... Brick and mortar post office lady. So you get that real post office experience. Guaranteed to be fat and prickly. Yeah. Uh, with an accent that's uh, difficult to understand. <laughs> yeah. So you get that real post office experience, and all you have to do is walk out of your door and climb into a van. That's it. Is, is that simple, okay? Mwah. Mm. Ah. Uh. Hey. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Second take. Got it. Yeah. All right. Hello, guys. We're back. We are uh, in Jesse's car. We just had a nice uh, romantic walk along the marina, just the two of us. Seemed like everyone else walking was a couple there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just to, like, make sure we would fit in, we did do some smooching. Yeah, a little hand Yeah, holding, a little, little hand kissing, Yeah. A little hair petting. Yeah. And not, like, in a gay way, you know? Yeah. Just, like, to, like, fit in. I mean, in a physically gay way. Yeah, 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 but not, like, mentally gay. Like, I was picturing you as a woman. Yes. Right. Thank you. Right. Uh, But anyways, uh, we saw a few smatterings of birds, but um, 
I'll say the evening time is not the best time to see birds. It's pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, some sparrows, more sparrows. Yeah. Some so, gulls. We saw some beautiful views. Oh, we saw a big ass bird again, though. Yeah, we saw a big ass blackbird. Maybe the same one. Mm-hmm. That followed us. <gasps> what if we see it tonight in our homes, oh. tapping on our window? What if it's a drone? Oh, uh, that's probably it. Did you ever read my poem, The Eagle versus the Drone? Mm, I don't know, did I? Maybe. Yeah. Give me a clip note of it. It's good. Uh. <laughs> Great. That's all I need to know. It's about an eagle. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it on this episode. Okay. All right. Jesse is going to read it right now. <clears throat> the eagle screeched a mighty screech that sounded like a hawk. Blood spilled out onto the beach, and people cried in shock. The drone let out a drony drone that sounded flat and sinister. God protect this eagle, whispered Dan, a nearby minister. Trying out a new idea, the eagle flew up skyward. The drone continued droning as its owner opened Eyebird. Whoosh! The sound of whooshing air and clawed carbon fiber. Brrr! Our man went down. Now as a faller, not a diver. Next, he caught his wind and flew, embarrassed, back towards home. Wow, he thought, that's the last time I try to fuck a drum. All right. Hey, wow. Great poem. Poetry. It's hard to get people to listen to your poetry, you know? You kind of got to force it on people. What am I doing right now, Jesse? What am I doing? Covering your eyes. I'm wiping tears away from my eyes. <laughs> that was a beautiful, gosh darn poem, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know. It was real moving. Maybe we were just talking about whether improv or renaissance fair is dorkier, but what about poetry? Hmm. Yeah. Something about, like, someone... Mm, okay. Okay, here's how we determine, okay? So let's say you have a friend. Picture a theoretical friend... What would, what would you least look forward to? A, hey, will you come to my improv show? I'm performing with my other amateur performers. B, hey, I just released a novella of my poetry. Do you mind reading it? C. It's not really a novella if it's a poem. A collection of my poetry. Okay. Self-published collection of my poetry. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, wrong terms. Three. Uh, hey, I'm going to be performing at the Renaissance Fair this weekend. Will you come and uh, watch me? I'm going to go with A. A is the worst one. To improv see. show. Improv show. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Renaissance Fair. I feel like there's enough other uh, other stuff going on. You could just kind of like... Renaissance Fair is fun. Like, yeah. I'll go once a year. Yeah. And my little sister has worked at a Renaissance hey. Fair, so I'm a little biased. You get to drink some mead, so, you know. Yeah, it's fun. Girls are wearing, showing their cleavage off in those yeah. Renaissance Fair dresses. Sure, yeah. Maybe you get some um, jousting, you know? Yeah. Right. And poetry, I feel like, if any of my friends wrote a poem, I'll read it. Yeah. I, it's almost like hearing, like, someone describe their dreams. It's like fun if it's your friends. Right. It's not fun if it's just some stranger on the bus or whatever. Like, I don't want to read his poems. Got it. And I went to the Berkeley Book Fair and there were last year and there were hella people handing out poetry. I was like, no thanks. <laughs> but if it's a friend of mine, I want to read the poem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think you might be right. So therefore, improv is the dorkiest um, creative uh, 
avenue pursue? you can pursue. Yeah. <laughs> the dorkiest hobby, I think. We're dorkiest hobby. Well, which is different than nerdiest. Yeah. Okay. Dorkier than uh, like model trains. Uh. Ugh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um. <clears throat> well. We had a great time at the uh, bird store. We had a great time at Berkeley Marina. Even though we didn't see too many birds, it was very beautiful. I recommend if you're in the Berkeley area, go check it out. It's sprawling landscapes of greenery and beauty. And uh, go with your significant other and hold their hand. You'll get some kisses. You'll get some kisses. So maybe don't take your brother or sister, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Don't take your uh, friend of the same gender, unless that's what you're into. I mean, it's not like it's going to be so romantic that you're going to have to kiss. You're going <laughs> to, listen, I'm telling you right now, you're going to have to kiss, okay? Well, we avoided it somehow. Yeah, we did. We were just kidding. We didn't kiss. That would have made the podcast episode really good. I was thinking about this because my roommate's been watching this dumb meat eater show on Netflix where this guy goes out hunting with all these people. Joe Rogan among them. Okay. And uh, it would just be so funny if one of them leaned in and tried to kiss him. (laughs) So I can think when I'm watching this show. (laughs) That was your main thought throughout the show? Yeah. Well, and they're way out in the wilderness, so they have to, like, canoe back together. (laughs) Yeah. They have to do, like, a long trek back to civilization. What if one of them just made a move? Like, Steve, you look good. Yeah, well, and one guy's totally distracted. He's, like, talking about the stew his dad used to make. And just, like, going off, and the other guy just, like, misreads <laughs> it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Um, do we have any more sponsors for the show? Uh, yes. Take it away. Yep. Uh, obviously, we're sponsored this show by Life Beater Weekly. Uh, it's a club where you get mailed a different wife beater every single week, right? Uh, but it's more than just wife beaters, okay? They also have wife beater club. They also have undershirts that are sleeveless. Are those wife beaters? Yeah, they're also wife beaters. Okay, you only get wife beaters. Okay, but and a free digital scale. <laughs> But here's the beauty of White Beaters Weekly, okay? They're pre-worn, okay? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so how the program works is, listen, listen. I know you guys know nothing worse than trying to break in a new white beater, right? It's all stiff. It doesn't allow you the mobility you need to white beat. That's right. (laughs) So. There's no yellow on there. <laughs> right. Not a single stain on a new white beer. It looks awful, right? No cigarette burns. No cigarette burns. Yeah. No uh, bodily fluid stains, you know? So, join the White Beater Weekly Club, and what happens is you get a new white beater, you wear it for a week, you ship it out, the White Beater Weekly Distribution Center will ship you a new white beater that's just arrived from another gentleman, so every week you have a new wife beater to wear for the week. No need to wash it. We don't wash it at the distribution center, but there's no <laughs> need to wash it. Phew. You get a new wife beater every week with a new man scent. Different sizes or? Different sizes. Okay. It's a real roll of the dice. <laughs> I love wearing a slightly too small wife beater. Yes. So I can feel my curves. Oh, so good. Hug those curves. 
And every week, your new wife beater has a unique scent to it from a unique man. <laughs> yeah, are you one of the men? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Yeah. As, uh... Since they're advertisers, uh, I actually, not to brag, get a free trial membership of two weeks. <laughs> hey. Yep, yep. And do I get in also as a co-host? Nah, or? Listen, I can only do one per show, so mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well. Yep, Wife Beater Weekly. Welcome uh, aboard, Wife Beater Weekly. Yep, yep, glad to have you. And uh, be sure and log on to their website, Wife. Uh, Can't wait to hear this offer code. <laughs> The website and the offer code is going to be gold. Hyphen beater dot net slash bbird. <laughs> That's a good code. And you get 10% off your first half week. So 5% off for a full week. Yeah. That's and that's also the offer code, Bbird. Yeah. Yeah, you put you go to Bbird and you have to type in the offer code Bbird. <laughs> okay. And then, and then it'll ask you, what, what um, podcast did you hear about us on? And then you have to type in B-Bird again. <laughs> so just keep B-Bird in your head at all times. And you could be wearing another man's wife beater before you know it. Uh, so uh, thank you for your support. Uh, Jesse, any other sponsors? Nope. Nope. Okay. Hey, listen, we went from zero advertisers to three in one show. I think that's pretty uh, sick. Yeah, that, I feel good about that. Yeah. And, and I'll probably be spending the money on podcast stuff. Mmm. Podswag.org. Yeah, I'll be getting some Podswag. Yeah. I'll be getting some Loot Crate. I'll be getting some... Oh, yeah. Um, nature Box. Nature Box. Uh, I, I hate having to go to the store and buy nuts on my own. <laughs> you know? It's like, why can't someone... Mail me a box of nuts. You Granola know? bars are already so mouthwatering. <laughs> to get them in the mail just makes it extra. Yes. Delicious. Thank you. Should, should we be concerned that, like, more and more of everyday life tasks are being, like, relegated to some app doing it for us, you know? Nope. Okay. Great. That's it. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, we're wrapping it up, guys. Final thoughts? Berkeley thoughts? Jesse? Berkeley? You're the best city in the Bay Area. Uh, Berkeley, you are just okay. <laughs> Everyone knows the best city in the Bay Area is Pinole, California. <laughs> <laughs> Home of I Am Sue, I believe. Oh, interesting. I was at a uh, party once, and this guy was in Pinole. He was from Pinole. And I was like, oh, where is Pinole? I don't know where that is. And for you who do not do not live in the Bay Area, listeners, it's just some place in the Bay Area. Don't worry about Did it. Did he show you some pinhole photography? No. Just, Is that a joke? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, anyways, he spent like 20 minutes telling me why it's the perfect place in the Bay Area. It's the best place in the Bay Area. <laughs> and I was like, oh, interesting. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? That can't be true because I've never heard of it until just this moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and say, what's that town right before the, uh, Carquinez Bridge? That's Pinole, right? Is that Pinole? I think so. I think it might be Pinole. Yeah. There you go. Well, they got that sugar factory. They got a sugar factory. <laughs> That's CNA cool. CNA Sugar. Uh, get, would they get that, um, sugar imported from Hawaii, and they process it in that plant. Ah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Get a little piece of knowledge. And you're right next to Vallejo. Oh, Vallejo. 
AKA the most exciting city in the Bay Area. <laughs> the itty bitty city by the water. Let me tell you guys something. My father moved to Vallejo in November and he, uh, he, well, he like showed me his place. He's in a nice neighborhood. He has a nice house, you know? And the second time I visited, he was, my grandma was in town as well. And he's like, hey guys, let me give you a tour of downtown Vallejo, which I'd never seen before, you know? And I was like, ooh, okay, here we go. Downtown Vallejo. I was ready to be impressed. Yeah, it, it was bad. It's true. It I took rough. the ferry to Vallejo when I was thinking of living there, and it was like it was rough. It was like mostly abandoned buildings. All the stores were closed. All I the went stores like, during were closed. normal business hours, and all the stores were closed. And there was just a lot of like just homeless people wandering around. And my dad was like, "You know, it's a it's a rapidly developing city," and I was like, ah, "I don't know, Dad." Yeah, <laughs> I think it's one of those cities that's supposed to be on the up and up for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's your uh, that's your uh, local review of Bay Area cities. I like driving past because you, you always hear E Forty talk about Magazine Street. I oh like yeah, driving yeah. past the Magazine Street exit. That's right. Vallejo is most well known for being the home of rappers E Forty and Mac Dre, two of the most influential areas, uh, two of the most influential rappers of the Bay Area. It's already overachieved culturally, so it doesn't have to do anything more. Also notably for being the first uh, city in the United States to declare bankruptcy. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're full of good Bay Area facts, dude. Yeah, it was like mid-2000s. And then I think like Stockton or Modesto followed not too long after. Oh, man. There was a good Stockton flyer on... uh uh, NyQuil, uh, sister website, NyQuil510.tumblr.com. Uh-huh. That was a strip club, uh, in Stockton that was offering a night where you get in free with the EBT card. Oh, boy. And there's a pregnant, a drawing of a pregnant woman dancing. Oh. <laughs> on the flyer. Ugh. Jesse, I'm really depressed right now. <laughs> you really killed the mood. That was really depressing. I've heard it's a big heroin city. Ugh. <laughs> Listen, everyone. Best of luck to y'all. Work hard. Be kind to others. Don't do drugs. Get your shit together. If you want a brighter take, mapsofstockton.tumblr.com. It's some good, nice artsy pictures of Stockton that make it look not so bad. Hey, all right. Uh, Shout out to Stockton. We love you. Shout out to, let's let's roll through all the Bay Area. Shout out to Fremont. (laughs) We're going to shout out. Shout out to Milbray. Shout out to Milpitas. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash City. Uh, shout out to... This is interesting to one person right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, no more shout outs. We gotta, gotta go. Quick. We gotta go. All right, hey, guys, we love you. We cherish you. Uh, picture us hugging your ears right now with our vocal melodies. And we're kissing your brain. And we're kissing your brain. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep on burden out there. And remember, if you ain't burden, you ain't living. I don't know. Let's keep rolling. Let's, let's, okay, we gotta okay, find okay, a better okay, one. Okay. And remember, uh, a bird's freedom can be your own if you only free your mind. Not bad. Hey. You're killing it this episode. Should we end on that one? Yeah. That's it. Uh, Bye!